0: Hello and welcome to the Improved Glasgow Show, where we are free personal trainers trying to improve Glasgow's health and fitness one podcast at a time. I am Coach Lewis.
1: I'm Coach Carol. I'm Callum.
0: And I'm a coach. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Coffee with the Coaches for the first time in the longest time. So I don't even know what kind of edition of class this is. Callum's drinking an empty mug of coffee. Delightful. <laughs> is that, like that you feeling better? Are you just so leaned in. Highly caffeinated. Yes. So. What we want to talk about today is just our experience of sort of fitness and diet over lockdown, how it affected us personally uh, when it comes to health and fitness, and what we're doing now and what we're kind of looking forward to in the reopening of gyms. So we've got a list of questions that we'll just work through. Uh, Mr. Hunter, would you like to be the hoster? Yeah, I'll be, I'll host, be the hoster. Hoster. Host yeah. Uh, so, like again, kind of what Lewis was alluding to was just like some general questions and to see how either our active fitness or exercise or diet has changed or even just how the outlook of it has changed and i think to yeah. be honest we we look at things from our members perspective which is probably different from the three of us who are more advanced uh, in terms of their training and their diet naturally because we're personal trainers as well so i think it'd be an interesting lesson to some of our members to hear how we've also changed, or how our kind of training philosophies might have changed as well. So yeah, totally. Sure. The, the one that jumped out my head was uh, how has lockdown changed your outlook on exercise? So Great. let's, let's, we rarely start with you, Lewis. So let's go with, go with you today. Yeah, certainly. I feel like in the past before, maybe not even just from lockdown, but previously I've been a lot more like bodybuilding centric and all, don't look at, it, but it's how I've certainly trained in the past before. Whereas I think going forward, definitely there'll be more priority on outdoors, walking, running, uh, cycling, just getting outdoors and just in, enjoying training a lot more. Not that I, I don't enjoy training, but I've been through a good few phases in life where I've not enjoyed training. And I think that's probably just been because it's always I've always done the similar things. Mm. Like i have not given myself enough variety. And we know even ourselves, like we try and include as much variety as we can in the programming up to a certain extent to keep yeah. people interested. And even the current program I'm doing just now is like a more strongman focused. And I started jiu-jitsu before the pandemic, so more focus on that. So I guess my answer in short is more variety, more more outdoors, more variety, more fun stuff. But still overarching principle of the fundamentals in there too. So still still strength training a good few times a week and still a lot of sorry, aerobic work as well. Yeah. What about you, Carol? Has your outlook changed
1: particularly i would say my training has been very like very similar like pre-lockdown to during slash now the only thing that's probably increased is like getting outside more but that's mostly down down to the dog (laughs) i was one of those people who got a lockdown dog (laughs) but yeah it's pretty much the same sure i can't really like unlike lewis who's gone like total flip side of what he's used to
0: can I give you a dog fact? Yes. Not exactly to do with dogs, but so in a previous podcast. <laughs> a dog fact is <laughs> not to do with dogs. i It's still a fact, but it's not to do with like, specific dogs. <laughs> it's, more to, it's more to do with dog owners. Okay. So, but, yes. So, people who regularly walk a dog are 34% more likely to attain sufficient weekly physical activity than those who do not. Thank God that carol has got happened. a dog because <laughs> Caro was not, not doing enough <laughs> to <laughs> But there you go, just when <laughs> you said a uh, dog, I had the dog that oh, a dog fat. That was a dog fat. Yeah, but it was more like dog owners and <laughs> physical. It's not like uh, like Labradors were bred or Retrievers were bred to retrieve. Oh, rabbit, I, was, I thought you were going to come out immediately with a dog fact, and oh, I was like, that was so good if you had it. I oh, just talked to no, I just immediately thought of a retriever. A retriever yeah. <laughs> great dogs. <laughs> just, well, if dogs. you're listening, uh, great dogs. So coming okay, back to you. Yeah. So I would say. Uh, I kind of, probably a mix of two, at the start of the pandemic, I was really enjoying being super com- like competitive with my own training, and that's definitely continued, I've definitely probably fallen in a very nice kind of black hole of that, where I'm just really enjoying... I don't think uh, I've ever had a black hole referred to as nice. but just because it's like sucking every, every other aspect of my life back into it in a really nice, positive way. Uh But what I was going to say, I'm enjoying... I, like I've been really enjoying all the training,
1: I feel like that makes no sense. Like so so, oh, it's it's so like, it sounds it sounds <laughs> odd, but I would
0: just say he He's making no sense. <laughs> like, is he drunk? Was it an Irish copy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that water beside him actually water? Is he on the gins again? Why is he drinking hand sanitizer? Uh, <laughs> it's tasty and clean. But anyway, uh, what I mean by, by that is that like, and i will probably allude to it later. But like, I would say that my actual like weekly diet, like how I've been eating through the weeks, now changing because of powerlifting. Then similarly, even even then at the same time, like sleep's become a lot more important. Cause I'm Mm. getting to the point now where I'm realizing how much my sleep, especially come weekends, is changing, will have a direct change. So therefore a whole load of elements in my life, I'm now kind of like enjoying changing To benefit my own training because i see myself maybe getting to a point where i could compete at this and i'm loving that but then also to touch what lewis was saying at the end is that i think that there was probably there's a point where i also want to just give myself time to train and go really hard and very intensely on one aspect but also leave space for general exercise where there's no goal the idea is literally to move and enjoy the experience of it, i.e. Monroe's a big one, going like proper wee trips and then wee adventures come weekends, now that that'll open up, open back up. Little things like going and just doing more general fun exercise, so not the medium, like ignoring the medium point, like either being really hard, very goal orientated or the opposite where there's no aim, like... Uh, you know, there's no aim other than just enjoy and experience that. And I think a lot of people were, were, and I myself forgot that, like how important that element of just moving for the sake of moving can be as well. So that's one thing I would say with my exercise that's changed, whereas definitely at points I had the the blessing at the start of lockdown of being able to train, but it became like training was like, be like I was, yeah, even like on a Wednesday and Saturday were like general days of just trying to keep myself well conditioned out with, you know, squat bench and deadlift but i was getting to the point where those days i still had to beat my pull-ups had to beat the amount of calories on 30 minutes in a bike instead of just going actually this is to keep me generally fit yeah nowadays that's taken away and just being like i'm going to do what i want to do on a saturday as long as i'm sweating and my heart rates up and if that means i do it with whatever lewis is doing i'll probably do that or if that means i'm doing it in the back garden because the sun's out then i'll do that rather than have to be like well thirty minutes on a bike on my programme, therefore yeah. it must be on a bike for thirty minutes, Exactly. That's what I love about cycling, even just the other day I was out for a cycle and it was after about two hours. So if I was to sit on a bike in here for two hours I like know. it would have been oh, wow. Exactly but whereas like it was a beautiful cycle, sun was out Plenty of hills as well. Yeah. I, mean, I seem to have hills all around me. It doesn't matter what <laughs> direction I'm coming unless I cycle to here. Here is the only route with no hills, <laughs> so that's why I spend every day here. But it was amazing, and the amount of like calories you get through, the distance you go through, but none of that is even the focus. Yeah. It's just like I'm going to get out here maybe listen to our podcast, maybe not, and just chill out and enjoy like training for training's sake. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of it for golf for me as well. Like, now that you're going to be able to have four people playing, like, I have the potential to go and play a bit more golf. And, uh, and at points where I'd be like, well, I can only play on a Sunday because I'm doing my six days of training. Yeah. Yeah, and totally I suddenly yeah. had that thought process, like, so I'm not going to see more of my dad and my wee brother <laughs> yeah. because I'm going, I need to do my pull-ups and my biking, <laughs> yeah. which obviously has a place, but that's, what, yeah. again, having that balance of, like, uh, have stuff that you're focused on, which is great, but also, you know, there's a bigger picture out there. And do I want to you know, spend when the world opens back up a bit more, Aye. all of that time in here underneath the barbell? D- uh, D- different if you chase it, like in terms of your competition, like you were talking about, or yeah. like Carol was just in the quarterfinals, shout out Dev. Yep. Yes. Like, if, <laughs> if you have that much as a photo, fo- like, when I was a lead up to my jiu-jitsu competition, like if you're yeah. laser focused in on it, then everything else can take a back seat. Mm-hmm. But I think, just now, when everyone opens back up, you will want to see pals. You want to see family. Yeah, like you want to just go and enjoy yourself. So just like have some fun training. Yeah, like what do you enjoy doing? What we'll do that? Yeah, have yeah fun. definitely. Uh, the next one was like, how's lockdown changed your diet? Uh, I, I mean, it depends what lockdown we're talking about. Because I, <laughs> I think if, that's a good point. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I can verify that. Yeah. So the <laughs> first lockdown, so from March last year. Uh, we were sort of experimenting with a few things of what to do for members. So one of the things, shout out Phil Robbins, who helps helps out at a bar in the east end of Glasgow called The Gate, which is fantastic, shout out The Gate. Helps out everyone in life. Oh, Oh, just what an absolute gentleman for a man. But he was hosting a cocktail night every sort of Friday night, or sporadically, Uh, I think it was every Friday, doesn't matter anyway. But him and ross would just ch- chat, <laughs> chat. oh <laughs> amazing he would send out a list of stuff to buy beforehand so you'd end up buying like three bottles of spirit you'd yep. hunt for about five different shops for big oranges for really <laughs> specific oranges and I put on 15 kilos, like, over the course of, like, that <laughs> I course. That love how ridiculous, making it sound like it's Phil's fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, well, I, I'm after you, big man. So, like, that that was just ridiculous. Well, from, like, my lightest from the jiu-jitsu competition, I probably it was 92 kilos when I weighed in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I probably gained a little bit after the fight, yada, yada, but the heaviest I got to was 107, which is just, like, 15 kilos, which is ridiculous, man. That unbelievable it's sweet. like a baby inside me i was eating for two <laughs> 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 but like, obviously due to takeaways and reduced activity like i wasn't doing jiu-jitsu even coaching think about how much we It is really. yeah. it's crazy so i think all those things just kind of conglomerated together to sort of i jumped on the scale at one point i was like 98 kilos i was like oh, i probably need to rain us in a little bit jumped on again I was like 105 i was like oh i should really do something here <laughs> and it was like 107 it's like nah nah i actually need to do something <laughs> so i mean that was probably in january there so i probably went through all of last year again it's like slowly kind of gaining weight not really caring about much what i was eating drinking a lot and then when it got into january this year my thinking was i want to be in decent shape for when everything opens back up yep. coming back to my previous point, so I can go and see the boys and have a great day. I can go to mum and dad's and have a barbecue and not care about what I'm eating. So that was kind of my mission at that point was to just cut down a little bit closer to where I was before. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. I like it. What
1: about you, Carol? I feel
0: you'll be really consistent. No, (laughs) actually no. I'm actually glad I went first.
1: Um, So lockdown number one. I mean, when was it, March last year? And I remember at the time thinking like, this is class, like three weeks lockdown,
0: Yeah.
1: this is going to be fine. And then obviously like a whole year later, we're still Uh, still past the whole year. Um,
0: I think it's the attitude that we all had, not just us individually. It was essentially a
1: holiday for like three weeks, but we thought it was all going to be three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then that was March and then it kind of spindled into like May, my birthdays in May. And I always like used the month of May. To celebrate my birthday, if you celebrate your birthday in one day, then well done, I don't know how you do it, but I like to stretch it
0: out.
1: (laughs) I just don't celebrate my birthday. But I was the same as you, like, obviously the cocktails every week with Bill, it was like, I I would never be that person, I sound like a pure boring person here, but I would never be that person who would, like, get absolutely steaming in the house or, Uh like, enjoy a bottle of wine or, like, loads of alcohol in the house. Like, I would only ever really drink if I was out somewhere and even at that depending who I was with or where I was, I would never, like, I'd know what level to reach. So it got to the point, like, there'd be some days I'd drink, like, a whole bottle of rosy wine, and, I mean, hilarious is that was probably at the time, like, the next day, I'd be <laughs> absolutely hanging, like, and then I just ate, like, a power of shite, but I think it was, like, more of, like,
0: a Explicit Coke. one, I would just make sure yeah, I know that. sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: also- a power,
0: of, a power of calories.
1: Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, i also jumped on like the bacon bandwagon as well so it was
0: like
1: bacon cakes and eating pancakes with bacon and syrup. <laughs> um, but it was like making all these cakes and then there was nobody else to eat them so it was like well i'll just eat these as well and kind of not <laughs> to you um i did i did not put on 15 kilos um but i did get to like the heaviest i've ever been um which was 70, 73 kilos, and then it was after lockdown number one, as like the deadline was approaching for coming back to work. I thought, shit, like this is my job. People look at me as like not like you are the the, the all being of health and fitness, but people look at you for advice and you know, yeah, I think it's way. aspirational. Like you yeah. want to
0: you want to be coached by somebody who looks like Boyer You would want to move in yeah. that direction. Or-
1: so then that was that was the kind of point where I thought like right I need to get my finger out I need to like training wise as well I was still training but not anywhere near the level is what I would have been like pre-coronavirus and like you say like we move about so much in my coaching like Mm -hmm. before like I never got the dog until later on in the year so there was like minimal minimal exercise like out with training just like sitting on my bum watching the telly more than I've ever watched the telly I think in my whole life like there was nothing else to do uh-huh. um and then that was the end of the first lockdown and then like that was fine I think then after that like towards the end of the year obviously like there was loads of traumatic things in the family like my mum passed away and then that again was almost like the not the kick up the bum but like the realization like you have a choice in health and fitness like you can do something for your life like mm. You either sit in your bum, you continue to like eat rubbish, like drink alcohol all the time, or like you progress your life from here. And then New Year's Eve was the last time that I had any alcohol and I'm saving it, not saving it, but like... Not even
0: till now? Yeah, I've not, a... not had a
1: drink since New Year's wow. Eve and I'm like, basically I want to either have a drink... Whatever comes first, either when the pub's open again, when it's like for a social occasion rather Aye. than just like in the house for the sake of it, or for my birthday, so I can celebrate my birthday. So yeah. Aye,
0: your birthday, mum, so festive. <laughs> <you?
1: laughs> Every day, <in> mate. Yeah. <laughs> good Irish coffee, Putting <laughs> you know, in the coffee machine. Yeah. Really I think is. that's
0: really interesting as well. And I think I'm probably not too dissimilar to that in the sense that originally, right the start, if, if you can't tell, our, our members <laughs> have improved. You'd probably be well aware that we were all fairly food oriented yes. as well, but I found the fun in food and like, you know, definitely started using it to explore different types of food that I'd always had in the back of my head to start trying to cook as well. Uh, and that was a really nice thing, it was like using up that time to try out things that you can't really make in a like Monday night after work, but when you don't have much work to do, suddenly <laughs> you could do on a Monday night as well. And so that was good and if anything I liked it because I definitely think there was a skills I developed that I'd never really done with cooking which was good but then it came to like slight normality resumed gym reopened in September so I think that was just normal thing for me and then come December time I was like oh do you know what like I'm again going back to my own training but really enjoyed the process of getting much stronger putting on a bit of muscle mass and at that point I was like well I'm gonna do this more and I'm gonna go out for a probably the only time in my life I've ever actually attempted to put on serious weight as well which went successfully and required more work but it was funny seeing the other side of the coin because Mm -hmm. i i always remember this time in my life when i was left my old rugby club i think i might have told you to this before this podcast or another time but i met one of the guys that i used to play second row with in my rugby club uh, for years and we're of similar statures and then your second row you've got your hands on on each other like you're beside each other growing up from age 12 to like 18 essentially and uh, he was moaning about, he was trying to get into Glasgow Warrior setup, and he was like, the coaches are telling me to put on 10 kilos. And he was at like 110 kilos and he was a big six foot two guy. He, he was like, they're telling me to put on 10 kilos now. And at that point my coach was like, Cal, we need to, get, we need to try and get closer to your fight wave, which was kind around me losing 10 kilos. <laughs> And all I could think is this, idiot's it's moaning to me about putting on weight. He is so lucky, like, obviously smiling, be like, oh, it's so nice to see you, see. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, there was a point in this, like, 10 weeks of me trying to put on weight. Where I was like, I got to the end. I was like, I just can't be our scene." I just couldn't be, I was like, and it's. And I know it sounds ridiculous to anyone listening to this because it's so opposite what most of our members and probably most people who, who train and go to the gym are looking for, but I gently was getting to the point where I was like, I just can't be bothered eating more and more food as well. Uh, but... I, then it kind of like, so now I'm a good a few weeks after that, and I'm just trying to like undo some of the, the body fat I have accumulated. But I think it's interesting because I'm now in that point of view where I realize what I like in life. So I like having a kind of feast at the weekend. And that doesn't mean that I'm sitting like, I don't mean unhealthily, but like I like a big meal. I think there's something quite celebratory about it. And so my idea is to, that one way of me having a good healthy lifestyle is to have quite a team that, during the week and allow those excess calories I allow myself to have that moment where I have like you know two big courses and it's me mother other half or we go out to you know a nice restaurant and it's it's I'm not going there thinking I need to have a sensible choice like I'm okay with it so I just think it's quite interesting how the year has potentially led me to a place where I'm like okay you can be sensible Monday to Friday so you're not just ballooning up But also the idea that save a place for the things that matter to you, i.e., like Mm. a couple of beers at the weekend, and and, and just limit that. Don't allow it to just be a kind of free for all, which I think people will tend to do at the same time. At least I have, I've always had that as well. So that's how definitely my diet's kind of changed as well. And I think you've got to work around, like you said at the end, your preferences and what you actually enjoy, don't you? Yeah. I wish, I wish I'd learnt that earlier instead of just drinking four days a week and then eating everything in sight just for no good reason. Yeah, and I think it, it was easy done though. And I don't uh, think you yeah, can, I don't so think, many. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it, three of us did it. And uh, we are all people who are well read, know about nutrition, yeah. uh-huh. understand the reason for it. So if we all did it, I like. then <laughs> what if you're listening to going like, oh, I'm the, I'm the idiot. It's like, you're not, we are all uh, silly idiots, you know, we're human at the end of the day and don't beat yourself up for being in the same shoes as everyone else was as well. Uh, one of the things I think is interesting as well is, like, the world's changing. So how will your diet or training change over the next year? Or are you looking for it to change? Uh, I think I'm just so looking forward to getting back out, like, on the Munros. So hopefully in May uh, we're going to go out and do 10 Monroes, which would be amazing, just to travel a bit more Scotland and get out on the hills again, which will be amazing. Uh, back to Jiu-Jitsu which will be so good, even though it's just going to be wrestling, grappling dummies for the foreseeable, but it means I actually win a few fights and kind of touching on what I was touching on before about variety, like going into a new strongman kind of program. So that might lead me to, because obviously with, with the members who we target and improve Glasgow, like it's just, it's not like world's strongest man community. It's just like a, a different focus. But there is a few gyms around Glasgow which have that focus. So I'll probably go and experiment at a few different gyms, um, and try out some fun pieces of kit so just get back to the things that i've really missed over the past year and a bit and try some new things as well what about in the diet front i think you've kind of alluded to me the you know what your plans are but you uh, know, how would you see your diet changing uh, over the next six months well I, I think i'm probably in the same boat as a lot of people and it's a bit frustrating for me as well because as kevin just said we have the knowledge we have like we coach hundreds and hundreds of people every year through weight loss. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's so hard to follow that advice yourself. So it's like every every single time I've got down to a lean weight that I've been happy with, I've always gained back weight pretty fast. So I've kind of went through that very stereotypical yo-yo of like, get in shape, get a bit fatter, get in shape, get a bit fatter so this year is different <laughs> <laughs> as I've said every year it's on the, uh, that it's on the podcast I usually uh, end up doing the opposite of what I say <laughs> on the podcast so fingers crossed but I want to so just now I'm still trying to lose a bit more body fat until we reopen I know it's going to be a bit busy for when we reopen so I'll sort of take it easy on myself when life is really mental but I'd love to get down to probably lose about five more kilos And then sort of maintain that body weight for a period of time and then slowly do what's called reverse dieting where you just slowly build up your calories and hopefully just build up my training intensity as that happens too. So hopefully stay at quite a low percentage body fat for me and then slowly build up so I can gain more and more muscle, more strength, but keep my fat relatively low. And then when jiu-jitsu opens back up, just go ham at jiu-jitsu. Please. Carol?
1: How's my training and diet
0: going to change? Yeah, like what? What is there anything that you feel over the next like? Because I think that's touch woods, but the next six months will look very different from yeah, different. the six months we've had previously. And so, yeah. well, you, do you think your diet will change? Do you think your training will change?
1: More barbecues for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> um I think training wise, like we've obviously been like really lucky having access, like the realisation that you're not gonna have like sometimes like a whole day to do a training session. I'm not saying we take a whole day to train, but like almost <laughs> I mean, oh <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> The luxury of knowing that you don't have anywhere else to go or anything else to do for like X amount of hours, like that's gonna change very, very quickly. Uh,
0: you've got between eleven and twelve to do a workout
1: don't and that is that I... Um, so I think that'll change like just timing being i mean it's good because we obviously did a team training session uh, last week and that's the first time like being in an environment where you have to train with other people and someone keeping you to a time like you forget how much you can actually get done within Uh, like a 45 minute window of training time so that will be the one thing that changes in terms of diet just now um my focus for training is I mean, if there's any competitions for the rest of the year, we'll see what happens. Um, I obviously did amazing this year and I made it to the quarterfinals against all odds. Oh, wow. Yeah, never expected to be there. I have found areas that I need to work on and to progress. So, nutrition wise, it will just be relatively similar to where I'm at just now. Maybe like an increase in foods just to get my strength up slightly. But like I said, whole month of May, here we go, alcohol, cake, every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not the answer that Probably people not. were expecting. <laughs> is
1: there any
0: more planned CrossFit competitions across the year? I mean, they, start, a...
1: they are starting to kind of roll them out. Like We were meant to go back to like the team one that we did, 2019, it was obviously meant to be last year as well. Um, instead of being in Portugal, they've changed it to Devon. So they, they are, like, and that's in July. But... I just don't know, like, how things will go. Obviously, the more things start to open up here, England, across the world, like, what the situation will be. So Mm -hmm. just need to see what happens. Uh, What
0: about about you, Cal? Sorry for interrupting you. Sorry Sorry (laughs) for interrupting again. I interrupted you. Uh, On my (laughs) end, I think I kind of alluded to it definitely in the diet front. So what I was probably getting at at the end there was that I was looking at how do I balance not basically ballooning up, but also keeping up my hopeful increase in muscle mass uh with training whilst also enjoying the fact that i'll be able to go to restaurants be able to see more friends or friends and family uh, particularly and that's that kind of idea like you know monday to friday especially the friday night because i think that's the one that a lot of people will you know monday to thursday probably people are quite sensible then friday uh you're amazing and then you'll leave work on friday night and it's like eight beers down the gullet and that's you mm-hmm. already like just without thinking how many how many uh, calories you've then gone over your kind of target but that would be the idea for for me is to just be sensible be very on point monday to friday and then saturday sunday allow myself uh, to have you know you know that kind of feast mentality a little bit um so I think that was my plan with diet. But I might come back in three months and be like, this is amazing. I'm 10 kilos he- heavier, but I feel happy. <laughs> and all my lifts are going up, so everything's yeah, everything else is okay. Uh, but from a training perspective, it's kind of what I've alluded to. I think you, Lewis and I are probably very similar in that regard, and that I'm really focused and I've just loved having this new wave of, of training energy that I've not really felt since I've been growing up playing rugby and then competing in MMA. And that's really healthy because it's ticking a box. It's been in my head for a while so i think the idea of potentially going to other places training with other people because it has literally been myself training myself for for quite a period of time which has its benefits but at the same time there's a definitely enjoyable factor of life is sharing Mm. sharing, like life with, with other people as well but then also just the exercise point and trying to do things like trying to go out and play play golf is our walk around the golf course, which is probably what I'll do more often than than actually play golf. Walk through long grass. Exactly. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Try and find balls. That's (laughs) basically it. Uh, Then again, little things like, little things like adventures, Monroe's like, and just trying to do some general like fun exercise. Like I know Uh, you cycle all the time, but little things like, we were talking about potentially going to one of the Western Isles and I was saying like, oh, do you know, I'll, I, I, you should force me to, to Malahath. I was saying you should force me to get on a bike because the last time we went to Arran, I went about 10 metres outside of Brodick, went up the hill to Brodick Castle. And so, there. And so... Uh, the you know how on a bike you Shangle. go, the, yeah, you, <laughs> you pedal try, with try. your legs, and you take the stabilizers off. Well, I I'm joking. <laughs> uh, you know the gears you go up a hill on the highest gear. Is that right? Uh, well, yeah, I think it would. You be start, you as start, yeah. Day yeah. Day. So in obviously one, in a one, car one. you go the lowest gear.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you'd be one one on your bike, so I guess it's probably classed as the worst. All right, I got told that on a bike it's the highest gear. Regardless, yeah, no. exactly. please tell me and tell me if I was wrong. But anyway, I said this to the person we rented the bike. So I've never, I'm, I can't ride a bike. No, seriously, were I, I, you allowed to take a bike? I, and, and, and she was like, oh, ha, ha,
1: and really, polite, <laughs> really lovely.
0: And I was like, no, all right, cool. Well, just I don't know how these gears work. So mother half got a fixed gear bike who who can cycle a bike uh. like a normal human being. <laughs> And I got this like decent road bike, and so I was going up the hill, and I was like just dogged, silly male <laughs> determination, male ego kicks in. I'm like, Get, I'm getting up this hill, and I start pedaling. My other half's like, you're on the wrong gear, and I was he like, I was it. like, the, other, the person said to me, just stay on this gear or something. Headless, thing snaps, so oh, I had to then, I I then had to trudge back with carrying my bike to this person, <laughs> whilst my other half was like casually psyching, making sure that my you know mental health was okay for the rest of this trip. And of course, we arrived, and the one wasn't even there, so I had to leave a note, just be like, "Sorry, I broke your bike." <laughs> whilst also in the back, my goes, "Your fault. You didn't tell me how to use it <laughs> Anyway, this is a very long-winded way of saying, <laughs> ever since then, I've, I've managed to cycle extremely poorly, but uh-huh. cycle nonetheless. So my hope is to do more general the exercise. Things like that. <laughs> but like, the problem is, Lewis goes like actual cycles. So you've talked about cycling, and then like my cycling is like, if I cycle around the car park without putting my feet on the ground, <laughs> that is like genuine success. Like, I feel like Lance is uh, strong in his prime at that point. Can I, can I give a shout-out to my granddad? Yes. I you know, uh, so always- spoke, spoke to my granddad on the phone tonight. So my granddad's never had a car in his life. He's a very keen cyclist. So he was telling me about a 250-mile race that he done. So you start. He started at eight in the morning, and then he start to cycle from Aberfoyle, which is sort of out towards the Highlands. 250 miles. So you get like a, you get a stamp. So it sort of like set checkpoints along the way. So started at eight in the morning. He finished at four the next morning. Are
1: you so, joking? Can you just clarify how
0: old he is. Oh, he's wow. eighty-nine. Yeah. Uh, Does that not show you that uh, like? he cycles 40 miles a yeah. day. Yeah. Is it
1: yeah,
0: And I'm not even right saying he had like a heart procedure last oh, year as well. Aye. and he's oh. still like that is mental. So and, good, what a guy. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> uh, last one, and this is where we could get a little bit deep and philosophical. No. Yeah. I'm going to try and keep it more in the like health and fitness route. But have you learned any lessons
1: over lockdown?
0: <laughs> uh. That's quite a question to
1: throw at you. i go, oh, go for one.
0: it. Aye. Go for
1: Life it. is short. Just enjoy yourself. Oh, I
0: uh, mean, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, totally true. And I think it's also it's so easy to take things for granted. Yeah. And I think I've definitely taken a lot of stuff for granted in the past. Before, like even if it's seeing the boys, yeah. seeing family. Uh, like my other grandpa hosts a coffee morning every Saturday, and oh. it's like through through in Edinburgh, so it'd be some like you'd get your first Saturday morning off in the month. But oh, great. Pretty tired, don't think I'm gonna fire through I will be there Mm -hmm. five to ten with with a slice of roulette in my hand (laughs) and a coffee. I what said, it? They, they, what's Rudoland what It's like the meringue and cream and jam, which is like rolled up. Oh, nice. Like hey, uh, That's, 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 fancy. Real, that's oh, really fancy yeah. for like, just, my, oh, oh, my auntie is just an amazing baker. Really? Oh, she's so good. Oh. I right, so she makes the best nice. cakes ever. And yeah. it's like t- 10 o'clock and you're eating cake. It's yes. just so good. Oh. I right, so I think uh, the lessons I've learned are definitely just don't take things for granted because you never know when uh, the world will shut down and you can't do all the exactly. things that you actually love. Yeah. Yeah. So travel, live. Try stuff. Eat cake. Eat cake. (laughs) Meet meet friends, spend time with family. (laughs) Cal? Yeah, I would say like for for me it was just like finding what's really important and I think that it's really, I've talked about this with the guys before, but I had a, I kind of always keep it's not really a diary, I just keep like notepads because I would say a diary you have to fill it more regularly than I do. But I was looking back at my notepad for January 2019 mm. and it was was it 2020? Was uh, sorry, uh, yeah. and it would see the things that I was like, as in like life to do lists, i.e., for like the team yeah. but also my own private life and i was like those were things that i was stressed about and it's like how like they are so uh-huh. minor uh-huh. they were yeah. so minor as well and i think that's the nice thing and again to relate it back to health and fitness i think it's finding what's important to you uh-huh. and like just and nailing that and like and finding like so for me i think i'm trying to simplify my life but the things that are sticking out it's like spend the time and rest into those things because they obviously are rewarding, rather than uh, doing so much. I, I don't know, but for me, I definitely think like I like the. I I used to very focus on like do a bit this, do a bit this, do a bit this, etc. as well. But instead, it's like actually think like what what do, what's really important to me. Okay, I'm going to spend that time on that. And mm. to go back to to relate it long windedly to health and fitness, it could be the case of if you are somebody who instead of coming in and being like I need to improve my fitness, I need to improve my you know, my health, my weight, my blah blah blah. It's like pick what is the what is the one that really sticks out to you. What what the one what's the one that's gonna change your life for being better and focus on that because quite often something's gonna to have to you're gonna to have to lose something a little bit to push that a wee bit more at the same time. And even if that's just going Actually, I'm quite happy to have a really healthy relationship with fitness and myself and my body to allow me to enjoy my friends, the weekend. Family. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's you know, kind of that's certainly why this came came to me. In that. Can I add another one? Yeah, 100. percent I think it's made me realise how important our job as trainers is too. Yeah. Because I think in the past, before it's been not that not that we like a transformation gym where it's like drumming coming if you're serious about results and going to absolutely beast you but it's so much more than weight loss it's so much more than just getting a few sessions of exercise in a week like how many preventable deaths there probably was in this country alone because of people who weren't active enough or who were overly obese so it's given me like a new lease of life in terms of a coach of man we can make a big difference here like let's work harder. Let's put out our message. Let's do more courses. Let's get better at this. Mm. Like let's get an amazing gym. Let's get a second gym, a third gym, and like, like let's make a big difference in this society. Because yeah. like. Um, I fully believe we are at the forefront, not us as individuals necessarily, but like the, the fitness profession as a whole. Yeah. It can make a massive difference. 100%. I think uh, you know, what you've alluded to, like the people who come into this industry tend to do it out of passion. Like they've seen their lives change, and therefore it's that belief that they can be part of that same change for other people. And I think that unfortunately, we are one of the industries that have taken a real big kick to the to the like sacred areas well, that's such an odd way of putting it, it made it worse I know <laughs> should just left the pause but, but, but to put it into context like I don't think a lot of people talk about that and I, I don't hear like you know the news that people will say woe is and the, yeah there's a lot of industries that have been hit hard but I would say if you are obviously most people listen to this will be a part of improve but there'll be some others that might listen to this who are outside of Glasgow and go and try and find somebody because you're going to get somebody who is most likely passionate, has struggled to like keep their business going and will be loving the idea of happy people who are wanting to just try and have, make a change. So if you do have somebody around you that is a fitness professional, reach out to them because I guarantee they would mm. love to work uh, with you and love to support you. And it's crazy. Like we, I spend time in other gyms as well, like just in like a commercial gym, that's kind of a house or like gyms I've trained in before and, like there's some gyms that are so different. Mm-hmm. Like it's like how you go to a nice bar yeah. or a nice restaurant and it's like you go in and maitre D he or she takes you to your table and the service is amazing. They they ask you how, how you like your food, they ask you what kind of drinks that you like, they, they bring you snacks over, the music's perfect, yeah. like everything's clean and spotless and like the, the waiter, the, the waitress is enthusiastic about the menu and the drinks and like it just makes the experience amazing. Like or you can go to McDonald's. Like and there's nothing wrong with McDonald's. Like there's nothing wrong with commercial gyms if that's what you want. But if you want more, like there is gyms which can offer more. Yeah. We're we're, we're very biased because we we love this place and we believe so much in what we do. But I promise you, in in your city, there is a gym who loves training and with passionate coaches like us. And also, if you are listening to this and you're outside of Glasgow as well, fire is it and you're unsure and you're wondering more. Fire is an email at info at improveglasgow.com and we will point you in the direction yeah. of people and gyms that we trust and believe in as well because that's, you know, we are, there's more to this than just like improve. We are passionate about health yeah. and fitness, else we wouldn't be here. Uh, I awesome. feel that's a nice note to end yeah. oh, awesome. on as well. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again for lending your ears to us, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Uh, not long until gyms reopen, I'm not sure when this will go up, maybe one week to go or something like that. So we really hope the best for you, and we hope to catch you soon. From me, Coach Lewis, it's goodbye. Uh,
1: from me, Coach Carol, just a reminder, me, it's my birthday month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you, from Callum. Hey, hey, bye-bye. <laughs>